What's up, what's up, Los Angeles? It's me, your host here at the Shot Collar Podcast, Casey Diaz. Hey, man, I'm excited. Um, there's some good stuff that we're going to talk about today. Mainly searching yourself. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> well, let's get into it. I'm super excited. Um, uh, I, I, I'm waiting for some rain. These uh, Los Angeles meteorologists—they're uh, so disappointing. They, <laughs> I'm losing faith in humanity here, people, because you know they've been promising rain for I don't know how many weeks, and every week they have a sorry excuse of uh, why the rain didn't come. Right? Uh, what happened? <laughs> Maybe they're not looking from within. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. They're just not reaching deep inside of within. Um, I'm going to be just brutally honest today with life coaches. That's a big word that was kicked around, a big theme that was kicked around for several years now. You have so many life, uh, you know, air quotes here, um, life coaches. And they have told the public at large, you know, just if you have a problem, if you have an addiction, if you have anxiety, if you have, you know, uh, depression, just you have the strength already. Just look within and the solution is there. What a, what, what? <laughs> what a pile of man. Really? That's your advice to people that are broken? Look from within, I'm telling you, we're going to get some like brutal honesty in this camp right here. Because when I look at my Bible, let's say, for example, I'm going to just use a small scripture here, a little passage here, in Mark uh, chapter 7. And Mark chapter 7 actually warns us. And he says, from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covations, wickedness, deceit, man, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from where? From within. But these coaches are telling you to look from within because from within, the solution is there. You see, you see how contradicting that is, you know, either God is lying or man is. I'm going to choose man every single time because within it, but I think it's because of this culture that we're in right now, right? Uh, in these these moments that we're in. And I think that's where le- uh, the, the, the problem lies. We're like, if you look at it all around us, we see society attempting to highlight the best in mankind by making much of human capacity like like we are champions from within, right? From Oprah to the Home Depot, you can do it, we can help. <laughs> and that's, that's society's message, is that mankind can find greatness 
by looking inside of themselves. Now, check this out. And so what 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 happens with that kind of mentality, with that kind of advice or coaching is that you really don't need God because if all your 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 solutions to society, to work, to ethics, to morals, you name it, it's already solved from within. Well, wow, what a big deception. Because at that point, you don't need God. But here, I'm going to sound the alarm and let you know that that's wrong. And you do need, I need Jesus Christ from beginning to end. To make it in this world, I need him. But you have churches that have sold out. I'm going to pick on the churches because they've sold out. They fail to teach on leadership. They fail to to teach on ownership. They have failed to, to build concrete foundations. You know, Whatever happened to Exodus 18.21? Select from all the people able men, God-fearing, trustworthy, and hating bribes. Place them over the people as commanders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. What happened to that? Select from all the people able men. Here it is, people. We have allowed this this culture. I, I I'm f- like super fed up with everybody getting a trophy. Everybody get it, nobody loses. Everybody wins. Theory. No, there's losing, and there's winning. I had my neighbor Dave. I've mentioned him uh, several times on the pod, on several podcasts, um, and he gave me something really, uh, you know, uh, 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 that was Holy Spirit inspired. While he was here, he said, "You know, even in the spiritual, there's winners and there's losers, right? Uh, how, what do you mean? Well, there's people that are going to win and go to heaven, and there's people that are going to lose and go to hell for eternity." And when I sat across him and as he said that, something that simple, it's not like I didn't know that that's, you know, that's the uh, the outcome. But it was in such layman's term that it just blew my mind that that's it. Even with God, with God himself, he's, the, he's going to declare the winners and the losers on that day. For those of you that are Christians, you know what what, what I'm what I mean by on that day, on the day that of judgment, and the day that we're standing before God, on the day that we're giving account a, 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 a account for everything that we've ever done, on that day, some are going to win and some are going to lose, but we have created a safety environment here on Earth that everybody wins, and I'm going to wreck. Your, your car right now. 
You are going to lose in moments. You're going to lose and you're going to lose bad. Moments in your life where the car is going to, it's going to be totaled. And I'm talking about, not talking about a physical car. I'm talking about life just colliding against you, colliding against your plans, colliding against your goals, and just ruining it. Many people in 2019, you know, I, this, <laughs> there was pastors, right? And it was so cheeseball. It was so cheesy, man. There were so many pastors in 2019 and late 2019. They came out, you know, 2020 is the day of, is the year of vision. Yeah, that was the big word, the year of vision, you know, the, the year of where, where we're going to see everything clear. You know, big promises were made. And as we know, 2020 came and <laughs> probably was the longest year ever. And we had to endure it. And we're still stuck with the aftermath of 2020. In fact, I would say that now that there's a, 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 a an administration that's so ungodly, <laughs> I think some people are probably going to go, man, 2020 didn't look so bad because we don't know what's coming up. We do know that, you know, some people have been selected to lead uh, in certain departments that are just completely and utterly godless. And this is just the beginning. You're going to lose sometimes, and you're going to have to be ready for those moments when you lose, because you're going to win, but then there's going to be times when you're going to lose. And it's up to you, really, and this is all very dependent on how your relationship with Christ is at that moment, because if you don't have a solid foundation like he told you to build, like Jesus told you to build, don't build on sand. If you, if your faith, if your belief system is on sand, if all along you have been building on sand, you're in for a big wake-up call that you're not going to like. But what my neighbor Dave said really opened my eyes, that it's God. God's the one that decided to put in place winners and losers. And some people are going to lose. Some people have gambled with eternity up until now. And maybe you walked into this episode, maybe you walked into your car and kind of pushed buttons and all of a sudden I'm on your, you know, I'm on your radio inside your car. It's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. It's not a coincidence that you're listening to this right now. God wanted you to listen to this, this episode, to this message. But along your life, you've been told that, you know, you're just going to win, you're just going to win, you're just going to win. And they've lied to you. They have really lied to you. Because you're going to lose in moments. And you're going to lose big. I've had conversations with my father-in-law. You know, and and uh, this guy, man, is made out of steel and iron. 
things that he has endured in this life so far, it's amazing that he didn't break down, that he didn't cave in. That it's I'm amazed that this guy is a fighter of fighters. And even now, right now, I mean, I, I'm going to solicit uh, prayers from you because he's going through some uh, health issues here. But he's a believer. And here's the difference. Because he chose Christ, I know that even though right now the situation looks like like, like he's losing health-wise, I know that the outcome, the eternal outcome, he wins. Because he chose Christ. It's that simple. But we, we're in a culture that says, you know, goes for the free stuff, right? They're all winners and they all want everything for free. Let me, let me tell you something really quick off the bat. Anything that is free is not valuable. Anything that is free with the exception of salvation, because that's free. Somebody already paid the price for that. Aside from that, anything that is free on this earth comes at a big price. Now, you might you might say, you know, well, you know, there's people right now depending on a stimulus package. There's people right now that, that are depending on the next stimulus package, and they're going to they're gonna trust on the next stimulus package and the one after that. And they start, going, start getting used to these handouts, which really, you know, it's tax money that people that have worked, that's where it's from. <laughs> but you can't depend on that, that kind of stuff. God made you and me to work. He made us to, to build. He made us to create. He made us to, we are a reflection in, uh, of his image. We were made in his image. So if you're, if you're just a lazy person, guess what? You're, you're losing time. You are wasting time, valuable time that God gave to you. And at some point, the owner of the field is going to come. And he's deposited gifts, talents, and all kinds of good stuff inside of you. And if when he comes, when the owner of that field comes, and if you're not prepared, if you've done nothing with your life, wow, that was for somebody. If you've done nothing with your life, He's going to call you an evildoer. He's going to call you lazy. And at that point, if you lose and you end up in hell, then that's your doing. You cannot blame God for any of that because he designed you with gifts and talents already. The day that you were born, the day I was born, I was born with gifts and talents. We were prepackaged that way. But we were also prepackaged to endure. 
We're also prepackaged to persevere. That's in there. So that that could go against what ch uh, chapter 7 of Mark said. Do you understand that Like people make excuses for all kinds of stuff, right? Let's take temptation for, for a second here. Many people go, you know, I, I couldn't help myself. You ever heard somebody say, I just couldn't help myself? As a pastor, I've heard that, I don't know how many times, countless amount of times. Oh, pastor, I, I, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, you could have. You decided not to. You decided not to be obedient, and then you fell into temptation. Because the scripture says that he ain't gonna, he's not going to give you more than you can bear. Right? He's not going to allow you to get tempted more than you could bear. And with that temptation, he's faithful, and he's going to provide a way of escape. So if all this is in place, then you chose to be, to be disobedient and decided to fall into that temptation. Throughout all the scriptures, Listen, when you look at it inside of you, like the natural you, not the spiritual you, but the natural you, the natural man. In the natural man, there's all kinds of bad stuff in there. And it's not until you're born again that you're actually, that, that the Holy Spirit comes and dwells inside of you. And that the person of the Holy Spirit convicts you and leads you into repentance. Leads you back into repentance. That's why you'll notice that when you're about to do something wrong, if you're a believer, the Holy Spirit is right there, just kind of like sitting there watching you, watching me. And he'll say, he'll say something to us. You know that inner voice, right? Shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't be saying that. Shouldn't be looking at that. Shouldn't be watching that. Shouldn't be thinking that. That's the, that's the Holy Spirit. And we have a choice whether we're going to obey or disobey in these moments. And you got to learn that you're going to have to lose in life here and there. The great thing, the great thing is that if you accept Christ now, eventually, you're in for a big win. You know, when you look at churches now, come to our church. Get connected. Help us do church better. Isn't that what we hear in churches a lot? You know, in the announcements, right? It, it, and, and it has a, a, a sound, a, a monotone that, that sounds sincere. I mean, look, come to our church, get connected, and help us do church better. It sounds inviting. But what an incomplete mission and a shallow view of discipleship. We've, we're failing to, to make leaders, to develop them in our churches, in our Bible studies. And basically, anybody could do whatever they want and still be saved. Eh. <laughs> Here, here's something for you. If that were true, 
You're dreaming. You think that that you think that's no. You're dreaming. That's not gonna, that's not going to happen. God expects better from us. And the excuse and the and, and we're under this banner that That's not how we operate, man. We're not supposed to operate that way. We are the people of God. We're the called out ones. Those outside of us should benefit from our existence, from our community, from our gatherings. When somebody comes close to you, they should come out healthier. They should come out alive. When you sit next to someone in a bus, in a bus bench, in a train station, in an airport, at a bookstore, at a coffee shop, after having a conversation with you that believe, they should come out with a holy conviction because you've shared Christ with them. That's what you're called for. Are we doing that? Is that important to you? Is that important to me? It has to be. It has to be. You know, we th there was there's new, a new administration, right? <laughs> And I hear people saying, oh, It's so wonderful, so wonderful to see a woman, you know, as a vice president. Okay. Did you forget that this is someone that is so ungodly? What's so good about that? Let's look at her, let's look at her record. Let's look at, and, and for some of you that are out there talking about, you know, She's an inspiration to to young women. Really, you don't know her past. You don't know. You don't know her record. You don't know her current stance. She is shoulder to shoulder with Planned Parenthood. And some of you that claim to be believers are celebrating that. She's for killing babies right out of the womb. Sees no problem to that. See what I'm saying? We, 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 righteousness doesn't stop with God. It, 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 like at no point does God go, okay, we could, we could be unrighteous now. We can, be, we can, we can cheer unrighteousness now for the next hour. No, that's not how it works with God. According to the scriptures, he says, be holy, for I am holy. And then he says, without holiness, you can't see him. So that's still in the scriptures, people. And I know this is a tough, this is a tough episode for some, for some people, for some folks. This is tough. This is like, you know, 
this is like chewing on on uh, uh what's that um <laughs> uh, uh beef jerky it's like some really tough beef jerky you know when when beef jerky is fresh it's it's soft right it's a little hard but it's for, mo for the most part it's 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 fresh and it's it's chewable but if you ever had bad beef jerky like old beef jerky they left the the the, the bag you know slightly opened air came in on it and the freshness left that's what this is right now and this is needed I want to build leaders. That's my call. My call, and, and, and look, this is one of the gifts that God has deposited in me, and this is how I was fabricated. This is how I was made in his image. I know I am to, I, I'm, I'm to lead. I know that that's in me. I didn't know that before. I, you know, and when I got into gang leadership, misused it because I, uh, you know, I had no guidance. I had no, uh, no person, no man that, that, that stepped up to the plate and, and, and taught me the word of God and, you know, taught me in his ways and, and told me, you know, this happens when this happens, this happens with, when, when you do these kind of things. There was none of that in my life. There was no direction. And so I used what God had gave me and made a mess out of it. Made a mess of my life. But God in his mercy, when he saved me and when he put disciples in front of me and when I grew up and stopped being a kid stopped being a child and I manned up and I started listening to these Bible teachers and something happened and things started to make sense and all along leadership was was there I just didn't know how to use it. My call now is to build leaders, to develop leaders. I know that that's my call. I know my call is to make disciples. And when I get a chance to sit some, with someone, and when I get a chance to lead someone to Christ, and then later on in the years, in the months and the years that, you know, pass by, and those, those people are still on solid ground and pointing to Jesus. What a reward that is. I had a challenge for my church last year. Was it last year? I'm so confused. 2020 was... Took us for a spin, right? But I asked the question. I asked the question, and the question was, how many people have you led to the Lord this year? When you look back every year, if you do an inventory at the end of the year, good and the bad, the wins and the losses, It's like a balancing a checkbook, right? A spiritual checkbook. And you look back, how many people came to Christ? How many people did you disciple? And you should have an answer for that. 
You really should. If you're a believer, you should have an answer for that. In fact, I think that it would be impressive if you said, I don't know, I lost count. I, I really can't put the finger on how many people God allowed me to share with them and, and they surrendered their life to Christ. That's important. That's important. I talk about everything on this show. Politics, the Bible, conservatism, leftisms. <laughs> I talk about everything. Gangs, sports. I'm going to have some really cool um, interviews coming up this year. Looking forward to them. And, uh, you know, and I, I always, I, I love when I hear from you guys. Just recently, some some lady um, from Calvary Chapel in Chino Hills, you know, let me know that she enjoys the podcast. And I'm just like, wow, man. <laughs> and maybe I'm doing something right here. Because I want to talk about all these things. All, all these things are important. All these things. But I want to come back to where are all the life coaches now? And people paid these people. Some of these life coaches, you know, wanted thousands of dollars so that you could be life coached by them. They were godless, they didn't have Jesus. They were all about money, and that's all they were about all along. And they suckered people. Now, I don't know what the, the, the success rate in, you know, it, if at least someone, you know, got their finances uh, together from those things. You know, I, I guess that's a good thing, right? But if you paid all that money, here's the thing. People, marketing is everything. It really, it really, how you package things. This is why people like Doritos, right? This is why people drink Coca-Cola. This is why people eat in and out because the marketing, the marketing is, is, it's, it, you know, it's eye-catching, great phrases, right? And so we buy, we buy these products, Nike, all this stuff, right? But if at, if you're going to pay for a life coach and after you pay thousands of dollars to these life coaches for their lessons and you come out losing at the end because there's no Jesus involved in any of that life coaching stuff. If you come out empty You didn't just lose money that you paid for, that life coach. You lost more than that. You're on the road to losing your eternity, separated from Christ. If the church were to act like the church, 
people would know better. Because when you read the Bible, it's all the coaching that you need. It's not even coaching. It's the, it's the, it's the word of God. It's truth. It's veracity. Absolute truth. Undefiled. Unadulterated. The word of God. And all you got to do is study it. And, and in it, you'll find a, well, a wellspring of life, of living water. That when you drink of the word of God, you'll never thirst again. When you eat of the word of God, you'll never hunger again. I pray that that this episode, that you would, I don't know where you're at right now, wherever you're at, that you would repent and maybe, just maybe, maybe you can start the year all over again right now by coming to Christ by asking for forgiveness and truly making him your Lord and Savior. Stop trusting in yourself. That didn't work out for you all this time. It hasn't worked out for you. I know it hasn't. You can own Gold, silver, homes, cattle, private jet, Lamborghini. Without Jesus, you're naked and ashamed. Without Christ, you're going to be found in want. And you're going to get declared a loser. A permanent one. Come to Christ... Give your life completely over to him. I'm an example and a product of forgiveness. Don't deserve it. I didn't do nothing to earn it. In some interviews, I'm called the worst of the worst. The state of California said, there's no hope for this guy. Let's put him away. Let's just throw him away. And then Christ came in a form of just love and kindness. And gave the perfect words and this lady by the name of Francis would share the gospel. Tell me about Jesus and how Jesus would use me. How Jesus loved me and how he was going to use me. And initially I laughed at that. I laughed for other reasons though. (laughs) What What a fool I was. And what great wisdom this lady had. 
listen, if this if this podcast is helping you in any way, I'm I'm glad that it is. I'm glad that something's changing in your life. I love your support. I love how you email me. I love how I get to hear from you from different platforms. I, I really enjoy that. And if you want to be a uh, of any financial help here, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, we uh, always uh, need help around here uh, moving forward. Uh, I want to make sure that we reach a tremendous audience uh, out there with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with relative, with newness, uh, with relative news, with news that is real, uh, none of this phony baloney stuff that, you know, these multi-billionaire um, networks uh, have and seduce people and lie to people. Uh, here on this podcast, you're going to hear the truth and it's going to be raw. It's going to come at an angle that you might not be expecting it. But I know that it's changing lives and I know that it's doing something to people. So if you are inclined to sponsor this podcast, it's very easy. Go to PayPal, use my email, kcdiaz72 at gmail.com, kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. And uh, you can uh, send your donations that way. You can use Venmo or PayPal with the same email, kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. And um, if you want to mail a, a check, a, a donation, uh, you can go ahead and email me. Let me know that. I'll give you the address, and you can do it that way as well. Till the next time, Los Angeles and everywhere in the world that, that listens to this podcast, the Shot Collar Podcast, make sure that you share it with people. And by the way, Monday, before I leave, Monday is the webinar. Uh, if you have been wanting to uh, you want to know how to start a book and how to finish it? This is a paid webinar that I'm doing. Uh, you have to register. Go to my Facebook. Find me there. KCD is author on Facebook. You'll see an ad that's going on uh, on Facebook. And there is a registration uh, link there. Click on the link. You fill out the application. You pay for the registration and you're in. And it's going to be this Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time from 6 to 7 you're going to be able to be live with me on this live webinar. You can be able to uh, ask me questions. I'm going to do my best to answer them. Uh, I'll give you some hints, some uh, you know, some areas to avoid. We're going to be talking about uh, a good contract, a, a bad contract, uh, publishing houses, and all that stuff. So I look forward. If you haven't registered yet, do that right now. Uh, and uh, just look for me on, on Facebook, Casey Diaz Author. Casey Diaz author, and you'll see, I think it's the last post that I got there or, or, or something like that, or maybe it's not the, the last post, but just look for the video, and it's a, it's a commercial that I, that's uh, airing uh, on uh, Facebook ads, but look at, look at that, and there's a link there, click on the link, register, fill out the application, uh, pay the fee, and boom, you're in on Monday at 6 p.m. on how to start and finish a book. And um, so great tips there. I'm, uh, I'm, I look forward to uh, uh, talking to you guys and being live. And, and uh, you know, we're going to uh, get uh, personal on this webinar. And uh, it's just, you know, basically what it took for me to uh, start 
and finish a book and how it became a bestseller. I hope that helps you go there and register. Thank you so much for your time, Los Angeles and the world. Till next time, keep Jesus first. Always. Love you guys. Oh.